you woke up this morning, then it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day to get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. If you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. If you woke up exhausted, still a good day because you woke up to get on your way. Now, if you have some today, then give some. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. And in this week's episode, we talk about how you can cohabitate and still find time for a special night or two, taste various things in our own homes during this lockdown, and learn about options available to you if you'd like to make a date, night out of self-isolation. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. We really have to revisit our like opening kind of <laughs> script right now Mm -hmm. because we haven't been traveling at all so Mm -hmm. but we could call upon like the backlog of travel that the like honest the the um inspiration for this show Mm -hmm. um it it's felt kind of disingenuous it's why the past couple of the past months worth of episodes we really haven't talked about actual destinations why it's why we've actually been talking about things that are not travel really travel related yeah, and um, I think because, part of oh, it go ahead. Is, well, part of it's we really like being honest. And it, right. you know, if we're going to talk about a place, it may be something we visited years ago, but we want people to be able to feel like either they experienced it or have a reason to go exactly. when when they finish listening to the episode and right now, you know, even though this episode's coming out in a couple weeks from the date we're actually recording it, it's still in a time where you know, a lot of states are still locked down. There's a couple that have kind of reopened, but they haven't opened fully. And, you know, telling people, go to this state and go to this place is not responsible yeah, no, right now. Definitely we, not. Don't, we don't want to sit there and be like, it's also a thing with the amount of places that have closed because, you know, a couple episodes ago, we talked about places that ended up closing permanently because of COVID-19 and because of how um, shutdown affected them. It's really hard to, you know, think of places that we had been a couple, three, five years ago and then be like, oh, send people there because they're probably not open and they might actually be permanently we closed. Don't know so if they're going to make it through this. So rather yeah. than and it, dwell on, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, um, but I would say rather than dwell on the things that were, you know, the things that we have to you know, the, the negative, the negative ideas and the negative emotions. Um, let's talk about things that we can do during this time period. Let's give programming about yeah. things that we can actually focus on. And that's why we talked just before where we're talking about date night, because one thing that came up a couple episodes ago was my wife and I celebrated our first wedding anniversary during lockdown. And we ordered from tongue in cheek and we had some very delicious ramen and some um, pork buns. Um, but it's kind of you know, it from that sprung the idea of like how to have a special occasion while you're stuck together. And of course, you know, this is going to focus on what we know, which is living with a spouse or a significant other that you share a home with. Um, You know, uh, we have 
experience years ago <laughs> from uh, dating people, but uh, we don't have any current experience of what it's like uh, to be in a relationship with somebody that you're not right. currently cohabitating and with. And we're also in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. So we don't have experience of of having like a partner or having a um having a, a, a third or having somebody mm-hmm. that is outside of our relationship that we would um necessarily want to romantically be involved with mm-hmm. that we can't you know physically interact with. Yeah. Um, so this comes from the point of view of people who can spend time with their significant other in close mm-hmm. proximity. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the caution stamp on today's episode. Yeah. It's, you know, for those of you like, you know, I, my wife and I were in a long-term or long-term long distance relationship um, for a couple of years before we finally like lived in the same state in a, in a single dwelling. Um, and, you know, uh, Andrea and I are recording this on Discord. We have video turned on so we can see each other for the most part. Um, and that's a great option if you have a long distance or even like an across town relationship that you can't you can't physically go spend time with them. At least you can kind of have a video situation, which it doesn't really it doesn't make up for it and it doesn't it's not the same. But it is something that's an option that's more than just you know a phone call or something like that and you don't need us to tell you that because you already know that that part exists today's today's episode is really kind of talking about um accessible options that or ideas that you may not have thought of that are or maybe ideas that are kind of out of the ordinary um or maybe some ideas to help you make your existing ideas more special um so i kind of like to Oh, sorry. I was going to say we're also avoiding things like feel like you're going on vacation by sleeping in your spare room because I don't have a spare room. You know, not many people do. Um, so it's it's one of those things that if you're lucky enough to have a second bedroom or something like that, that you can kind of feel like you're getting away more power to mm-hmm. you. Um, but we're going to focus more on things that that are up our uh, up our alley that we know will work and should be able to work for you in your current relationship. So I'd like to kind of start it off just by saying one of the things that I absolutely love doing with my significant other is with my spouse, with my husband is uh, movie night, movie day. Mm -hmm. Um, And the thing that I miss the most is uh, going and getting like a bowl of popcorn. We go to the Alamo draft house. Mm So I mention that all the time. I miss that refillable bowl. Right. Well, we barely ever refill it. Um, but the cool part about it, it's all fresh popped. They use real butter on the popcorn and it tastes delicious. But the, I think most people can agree that, um, I'm going to sound like such a shill and, but, um, (laughs) you, you, most people can't replicate movie theater popcorn. Like you can get microwave, you can do, um, you can't ever truly like replicate movie theater popcorn. Unless you know how. Yeah. There's and actually on um, I, <laughs> I know how to. Then okay, you explain yours first. So uh, I worked in a movie theater when I was in college or when I was in high school and college. And um the method the reason that most people don't get movie theater popcorn right is because uh number one, they don't use regular popcorn kernels. They just try to put use microwavable popcorn. So the yeah. first step is to use actual popcorn kernels. The second is to use a very fine grained salt in mm-hmm. the unpopped kernels before you pop it. Yep. And you use, um, I don't ever measure it. Um, <laughs> I just kind of cut my hand 
and I pour like a, a hand, like a small uh, dollop of salt in the cup of my hand, and I put that in with a half a cup of kernels into the pot that I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. I use coconut oil. You need a real fatty oil to make it work mm-hmm. well. Don't use olive oil. No, um, and you all, need... olive oil has too low of a smoke point anyway. Right, you need like a vegetable exactly. oil at least. You need vegetable oil. I mean, well, I mean, you can technically actually use olive oil because I have popped with olive oil before. Hmm. Um, I don't think does it impart the olive oil flavor or is it, it does. just more okay? Mm-hmm. But um, it doesn't taste quite the same. It makes a different flavor for popcorn. Also, if you're really into popcorn, this is a side note and digression. Mm-hmm. Try different oils because you can make different flavors in your popcorn. Yeah. But if you want that movie theater flair, flavor, you need a fatty oil. Um, I, I say coconut oil because a lot of people, not a lot of, a lot of people will have a coconut oil. Um, or have access to it pretty quickly at a yeah, grocery store. Yeah. Use, you can also use like a corn oil. Mm-hmm. That's a really good way to, to use it. Um, have you vegetable, ever used peanut oil? Peanut oil, I have never used. Okay. Um, but y- you want something that has, you know, real high fat content to it because that's going to give your your popcorn a real rich flavor to it. Mm-hmm. But the real trick, the real key that everybody misses out on is that salt early yeah. on. Yeah. Because if you try to add salt to the popcorn after you've popped it, you, you're just you're trying run. to add salt too late. And you're going to get a lot of salt that just like goes to the bottom of the bowl exactly. and doesn't stick to anything. And and for those people that are like, oh, I don't like salt, uh, it's it's not too much if you mm-hmm. add it to the unpopped kernels because it's such a fine salt that it just uh, it, it disperses fairly well. And it and if you add just the right amount, it won't make your popcorn too salty. And salt also is uh like it's a flavor booster mm-hmm. um, when used when used to you know when used in its proper amount or proper amount as seasoning it will make the flavors of whatever food you're putting it on like it'll enhance that and it'll make it yeah. taste more like what it usually is um and it won't just be salty like if you if you have a problem with a lot of really salty food i think you might be adding too much salt right um or you're adding it too late so now, you know yeah go ahead here's the here's the hard part I have a whirly pop because I've wanted one forever and ju- my Justin, my husband introduced them to me before mm-hmm. I had that. I would just use a stovetop pan. Mm-hmm. Um, Alton Brown just puts yeah. foil over a metal bowl yep. and uses that on the stovetop. The yep. key is that you have to have just a little bit of a vent so that um, steam can escape because you can't have the environment be fully airtight. Yeah. So if you're going to use like a pan, you have to make sure that it's not sealed. You have to let like a little bit of that that seam out or that air out of it so that gas can escape and mm-hmm. you have to agitate. Yeah. So, you know, shake the pan, um, move it over the burner and just make it keep it moving. Keep everything that's in there moving constantly yeah. so that all the kernels are well coated. They have time to get busy with the oil. They have time to get busy with the heat and then they'll pop evenly and consistently. Because the thing about, you know, a whirly pop and especially the like the industrial popcorn machines, they have blades that are inside that yep. are constantly spinning and they're mm-hmm. keeping, you know, you're keeping your, your kernels in a hot environment, but they're not letting them just sit in one bit of oil constantly. They're constantly moving them around. Right, exactly. And that's really it. Like, mm-hmm. Um, if you like butter on your popcorn, use a quarter cup of butter for a half a cup of kernels. Yeah. That's and about all you need. Melt your butter and drizzle it over. Don't just yep. pour, out, pour it over in one big bit. Right. And um, shake it in. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm a shaker. But yeah. some people are stirs. I'm a shaker. I, I drizzle and then shake. Yep. And part of I'm it, a drizzle though, shake. Yep. We have we have an air popper. Um, mm-hmm. So those those are difficult because you can't actually put so salt we. in. Um, I've never I've never well I've, my my wife usually makes the popcorn in the air popper, um, but I'll have to see if we can put some salt in with it. You can't. I've tried. That doesn't really work. Yeah, that's what I figured. Because it gets um, into the mechanism and yeah, but the air popper, you know, the way that that one seems to work for us is, um, I try to drizzle salt as it's just coming out, mm-hmm. um, and I think that you know I sometimes do end up with uh you know a bit of a pile of salt at the bottom of the bowl, but I also have like a really big bowl from IKEA, um, yeah. that is designed for just large items, just mixing large things or large amounts of things. And so we put the you know popcorn goes in there, and I slowly drizzle the the butter over, kind of as it hits big uh, amounts, and then I just agitate the bowl, get the popcorn rolling around, um, and then that gets it coated in butter, and that helps coat the salt on it as well. Uh, and then I also have like a white cheddar powder that I sprinkle over for some added flavor for me. That is the way that to make like your your movie to actually make a movie date feel mm-hmm. unique because it actually takes extra time to make popcorn like mm-hmm. that way. And I don't make it like that too often. That's why we have an air popper because air popper mm-hmm. takes so much less time. But every once in a while, I want to like recreate that like movie theater experience. So I will, you know, make the oil popped popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, we'll rent a movie from Amazon that's been in theaters or um, is there doing Google a lot Play. of like, in theater movies or movies yes. that were supposed to be coming out that are doing like direct to video basically or direct to yeah. streaming services so that you can still access them. Um, yeah, I just we just uh, watched Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. And you said you enjoyed that movie. I did actually. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was a I, nice uh, video game movie. I'm really bad at watching movies. Like I want to see so many, but like I'm really bad at actually like going to a theater. Or even now, just like watching new things. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my my wife and I made a plan now that we're actually going to start watching several shows um, together. So like we we are on the second we we have the one episode left of the, left of the Mandalorian. Oh yes. Um, so we have uh, we've gotten through episode seven and the things that happen in episode seven. If you've watched it, you know. If you haven't, well, things happen in every episode because that's how shows work. Because <laughs> things happen because otherwise shows would be super boring. Um, not everyone can be Seinfeld. Um, but the one thing um, also, if you want to make movie theater popcorn, or you want to make really good popcorn. Uh, the Bon Appetit YouTube channel did a uh, the thing recently of like pantry snacks and things that most people will have kind of access to. Um, and honestly, like if you don't have just popcorn that's not in a bag to microwave, on your next trip to the grocery store or to Target, honestly, just pick them up. It's like three to four dollars for you know a couple cups worth, and that will last you for a while, for a long time. Like we keep the same thing of popcorn around for months, sometimes even we've we've kept some for close to a year, depending on how active we are in eating the popcorn. Well, and also you know, like my wife and I, luckily we get a big bag of popcorn that my that my wife's grandmother gets from a farmer that she works with at one of the farmer's markets she does every year. And so we get this like wholly fresh 
popcorn um that we then like kind of barely use because it we make popcorn so rarely because usually it's a special thing for us right we have the ability to make it quite frequently but it's also like you have to clean the machine and you have to clean up after it and that bowl doesn't fit in our sink and it doesn't fit in our um (laughs) dishwasher so like cleaning is the whole thing Um, no i get it i get it completely so yeah that's one of the i think that is my sort of contribution as a as like an actual special occasion cohabitation date night idea. Oh, and check, uh, like make sure to check the show notes in the, in the blog, uh, travelbyproxy.com. We'll have, I'll put a link up for that bone appetite video because it's honestly like, it's a great, sh- it's a great thing. Cause they had to make mm-hmm. a lot of different things. Um, but I think it was, they were supposed to be making, um, like tarted up Mac and cheese, like box Mac and cheese. And Carla just made, popcorn and she used a little bit of the cheese packet um <laughs> for added flavor um but it's it was it was a really interesting episode if you're not watching the bon appetit youtube channel you need to because it's amazing um but yeah i think movie theater popcorn is something that will help and also if you're watching a movie at home turn the lights off like yes. don't like don't make don't treat it just like every other time that you watch tv or a movie or something you know, if if regardless of what your living room setup is, what your speakers or anything like make it special, turn the lights off, bring a flashlight, have some sort of a small light source, you know, if, if you're one nice. of those blanket people. Yeah. Pull out your blanket. Yeah, we have uh, we have like six that live on our couch all the time and then they just slowly rotate as they get washed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got another big basket of blankets because we have way too many blankets and we keep getting them for gifts and you know like my mother-in-law is a quilter so we have a lot of Mm -hmm. a lot of quilts that she's given us as well um get yourself cozy if you're having like make it like make it a special night for for reals the other thing that i would suggest like you know you can do it you can do it aaron did um you know find a restaurant that you Mm -hmm. that you really really enjoy support them yeah, you know, order order delivery from them and have them delivered to your address. And um, if like if you find a place that you you love and you want to support and they're not doing delivery, get the curbside takeout. Like, mm-hmm. just you know, give them a like. I I try to tip as as generously as I can. Um, you know, I don't have a lot of money, but you know, taking care of the people that are making your food and keeping these places and people, uh, like just making sure that they have the ability to continue living while they're still working. Like I, I'm out of work right now, but I'm, you know, with, with what's going on with, with unemployment, we're okay. You know, it's, it's keeping us by, it's making sure that we have the money we need to get food and, uh, you know, take care of some projects around the house and stuff like that. Um, and you know, these things that we're trying to talk to are not designed for like, if you have an extra thousand dollars, like this is literally something that you probably either have on hand or have the ability to get at a grocery store and just make a movie night at home, make, you know, get a special dinner, splurge a little bit on a restaurant that you love. Uh, and then, you know, put it on, if you eat in like a kitchen table, if you have a dining room, go to the dining room if you usually like we do at home we eat at our at our coffee table in our living room so when we had our anniversary dinner we ate on the island in the kitchen um with some chairs that we have for that so that we did we had a special like time to sit and look at each other and kind of enjoy a meal so like just you don't have to do too much to to switch things around and make it feel 
more special. Yeah. The other thing too I want to suggest is don't don't do too much too often. Um, the one thing that that we've learned is that you know you don't like you you're gonna feel the need to try to do all of the things yeah. right away. Like suddenly because you are you're like your entire social calendar got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, that you and you two have all the time to spend together that you should be doing it all together. And it's Find okay time for yourself. Yeah. It's okay to do things for yourself too. Mm-hmm. I realize the topic of this episode is dating ideas and isolation, but in, in all seriousness, like find something that like that you both mm-hmm. that you like doing on your own too. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, I've been married now for just over a year. It's been a year and a week, basically. Um, you've been married for over three. Yeah. Right. And we've and been living together for, I'm not going to say because if I do, I might while. get in trouble. <laughs> I won't well, get in trouble. I think for, it's six. Yeah. It's like, for me, um, I think we officially like, because the first time we lived together was when I was in Atlanta and she moved down to be with me. And that was in, early 2016 so it's been four years now that we've actually been living together because we kind of stayed um living in the same place ever since um but with that oh gosh, i think it would be seven now yeah no it's six but with that anyway sorry the one thing that i can impart especially to people who are like new at cohabitating don't throw everything you are completely into your relationship like you need to do something that is for you that is your thing like if you want to involve your significant other in that thing try to keep it as a limited thing because you need something that is yours i have you know i have my my projects around the house which we might talk about more later who knows um but it's like i do i've been doing a lot of uh, building of like things with wood uh, and making shelves and kind of very useful, practical things around the house. Um, but that's that's my thing. And I have I have Lizabeth help me from time to time because, you know, I need extra hands. Um, but in general, I try to have that be my time to just be alone because that also gives her time to not have me in her hair all over the house. You know, she can, she can watch what she wants to. So she's been crocheting a lot more lately. She's got her color books and kind of her projects and stuff. And so finding those times to be alone will help you when you're together and you're not constantly worried about keeping the other person going. Because yeah. if, if you're focusing all of your efforts on the other person and you're not focusing on you, then you will get worn out and you will start to like resent things that, you know, you'll cause, you'll cause arguments that just don't need to happen because you're yeah. spending all of your time not focusing on anything for you. Yeah. And don't forget that it's also okay. I mean, on the, on the other note too, it's also mm-hmm. okay to spend time together. Like, Oh yeah. You know, we spent an entire week pretty much playing nothing but world of warcraft we weren't actually <laughs> playing together like mm-hmm. both of us tech both of us actually did get back in and start playing the game mm-hmm. um we're in a guild together we don't we very rarely actually play together when we're in the game um but every once in a while we do but i mean we don't we don't play together and then well this weekend physically we playing won- in different locations in the house right right yeah. physically playing in two different locations in the house as well so we're not in the same room um this weekend 
we watched two entire TV shows <laughs> over the course of the weekend. Like, and it was amazing because, like, we had spent basically all our entertainment, like, our, our mental entertainment budgets apart. So, like, for me, in terms of, like, the way that it felt for me, it actually felt really nice to just sit down and spend some time with my significant other. Yeah, because you'd had that time to be separate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and I think because of it, like, because I normally do other things, we normally do other things apart, too. Like, we normally have our own things. Like, I do performances. I do. And so now, like, you know, I now we actually, it, it's nice to have those things together. Yeah, it's, again. Nice, it's nice to, like, once you've had time apart, go ahead and find the time to binge shows because you what what shows did you actually watch again because we talked about that yep on amazon and hollywood on netflix uh upload was actually was starring robbie amell uh who uh about a guy who uploads himself to a virtual heaven Hmm. and uh hollywood was ryan murphy uh the guy behind like glee and a bunch of an american horror story and a bunch of other shows His sort of reimagining of like 50s era or 60s era Hollywood. No, no 50s era Hollywood. Yeah, 50s era age. Hollywood. Um, right. And like what he imag- what he wishes Hollywood would have been like. That actually sounds really, really interesting. I always forget that he's behind both Glee and American Horror Story. Yeah, it's such, such different shows. Yeah. American and Horror Story is in its like 10th or 11th season now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's it's still OK. I still watch it. I haven't uh, I haven't watched since Coven. Yeah. Um, well, the nice thing about it is you can kind of get back in and watch any season that you want. Like you can yeah, skip it, seasons with that each show. Seasons kind of like can can be very self-contained, and it, mm-hmm. there's an overarching narrative to all of it. But it's all kind of each season tells a story that you right. don't need the other seasons really to understand. Yeah. I think 1984 was one that I really enjoyed. Mm. I think that was the last one. Yeah. I, um, like I said before, you know, we've been watching The Mandalorian. Um, I watched The Witcher without her, um, and I feel kind of guilty <laughs> about that. I liked um, The Witcher. I really liked The Witcher. I'm I'm really excited for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that it will still happen, regardless of, you know, if it has to wait another year. Yeah. Like, I, I think, like, I think The Witcher is it's one of the few times that you take a book that is also a video game and the video game differs a little bit in lore from the books at times, but finding a way to balance that and still make a really good show that is engaging and it's interesting and the characters are fairly well fleshed out and there's like nudity that isn't gratuitous, I guess like it's definitely Netflix's answer to game of Thrones, but without the weird, kind of last season like i'm really really stoked with how solid season one was and i really like henry cavill as as Geralt. he's really good also i like yasker oh yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yasker is one of my favorites uh did you see and i'll probably put it in the uh, in the blog but somebody posted a photo of uh one of one of yasker's outfits next to the chicken from the beginning of the animated uh robin hood from disney And it's like they're wearing the same outfit. 
in down to like same colors yeah. it's hilarious it's got the same like big oh. f- like flared out um uh shoulders and stuff oh that's phenomenal but i think uh i think we're at a point now in the show that w- we can probably uh put this episode like continue this in the next, yeah. next episode i think so, so. Let's, we we'll can probably continue this, this conversation and then next week you can hear the rest of this conversation because we've still got a lot of ideas yeah. and there's a couple things that we need to talk about. Maybe Before we'll we close out, things. there's one thing I wanted to mention. Right. What are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking Yummy Bear by uh, Surly. It is a West Coast style IPA and it cool. is delicious. All right. I wanted to get those through because I am also uh, I'm drinking two things right now. I oh. have an es- a espresso mocha um, from Black Rifle Coffee Company. It is kind mm-hmm. of like a refrigerated... Uh, thing no not but they are very tasty and then i also have just vodka and uh and like kool-aid in a glass not so, a sponsor <laughs> no it's actually target it's like uh, it's a target brand flavor that. that's what i want i want us to be sponsored by that vodka and kool-aid in a glass <laughs> somebody make that company and sponsor us please like you don't have to give us much money or really any you just so we can be a sponsor for you Anyway, way. Uh, the Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jerris, copyright 2015. Both are licensed under Creative Commons Zero Attribution 3.0. <laughs> Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 3. license that can be found at dig.ccmixture.org. And since we didn't say it before, you can contact us uh, by emailing fans at travelbyproxy.com, leaving a comment on our Facebook page, or uh, getting to us on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, Thank you very in- much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we wish you a look oh, out, your, out window. your window. Walking with you and your moving pistons and your rearranging all the pieces that you find. Now we're talking about things and places, all the names and the faces of all the people that you love.